Hello and welcome to Hit the Bricks. Everything that's interesting about Guthrie, Oklahoma. We really do mean that. Everything. Absolutely. We talk about so many different things on this show. Yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. And uh, today we have some special guests. Uh, we're going to talk about movies today. It's a popular uh, deal. Allison Napi, Dylan Brody, uh, location managers. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Okay, I got to start off with a story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen minutes ago, I was at a friend's house dropping off some some money for some services that provided. That sounds fishy. Yeah, <laughs> and so uh, I get a message email from Justin saying, "Hey, we're going to have you guys on as a guest today. Uh, here's what you do and all that good stuff." And so I'm um, dropping off this. Yeah, I got to go do our podcast. It starts in about ten minutes. To be Mark. clear, I never say this is what you do. Maybe I added that for dramatic effect. Uh, I said, yeah, we're, gonna, we're talking to a, a lady from California, location manager for films in Oklahoma. He goes, oh, Allison Nathie? I was like, what? How in the world? He goes, oh, yeah, I've talked to her. He went out to a church. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it is such a small world. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's my story. That's yeah. a good story. That was. I was, I was like, what? How did you know? How did you know yeah. that? There have been so uh, you've been to Guthrie before, apparently. Uh, <laughs> my second home. Yes. <laughs> I think I have met. I have probably met 60% of the residents in Guthrie. And I can, I can attest that's probably not a lot. <laughs> yes. And you probably met the other 40%, but no, we work here. We love it. This is yeah. our, this is my backyard. And I love, I love filming in Guthrie. I love the community. I love the people. But as you know, you live here. We shoot a lot of movies here. It's like a movie backlot. So when it comes to scouting for movies, um, people that do your all's job, you can't be, you have to be a people person to do what you do, right? You yes. have to be a yeah. diplomat or yeah. things could go south real quick because mm -hmm. uh, quite often you are just going somewhere asking a very odd question. Hi, can I bring a bunch of random people and lots of big trucks and lights and cameras just to come shoot here? And you can't be gruff about that. So you you need at least to have some bit of diplomat in you or you're not going to really go mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, it amazes me, uh, now that I've seen enough movies being mm -hmm. made around Guthrie, how many different people work on a, mm -hmm. on a movie yeah. set. Mm -hmm. um, jobs and roles I didn't know existed, yeah. but mm -hmm. they, they do this job all the time. Um, when it comes to scouting for movies, what are uh, uh, what skills are involved in that? It might be different than say, like most people are familiar with directors and actors. Mm -hmm. Like, what's different about your all's jobs than you know than saying action to some actors? You want to kick it off? Uh, I'll I'll kick this one off. Um, as location scouts and managers, uh, we're typically the first point of contact that a production uh, makes in our state. Um, we will work with directors and producers closely. We'll have typically a vision list, or we call it a location list of what they're really looking for. And when they come to Oklahoma, they're driven by our beautiful locations. There's a reason why they're here. Not just our, our sound stages or our places to, to film inside, but they're here for our landscape. And, and if their movie, uh, can be told here and have that same look. We've shot many scenes in Guthrie and all over Oklahoma uh, that that look like New York or different places of the world. We have it here. Um, but we get a list 
and then they give us you know a breakdown we we start pulling usually we have photo libraries we have websites of many projects or many scouts we've done in the past and if there's something on that list that we've scouted in the past that we can bring forward on this project we typically do that but then they'll give us time you know we'll do a, a scout for them a very specific scout um, and we'll break it down that way but we are the first contact uh, to scout these locations these scenes of a movie but then when we're scouting we also have to start looking around us this looks like a great location but we have to remember we need a place to park our base camp our movie star trucks then we need a place to uh, park our crew and as you will know we need a place close by to feed our crew and to hold them you know so there's a lot of things that we're looking for yeah. but it's location driven scene driven uh, specifically and then it's the surrounding it's what this location brings with it in addition so it's a lot more to, complicated than just oh this is pretty yes. yeah, yeah. 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 Lo location yeah. managing is uh, marrying the creative and the logistical mm -hmm. fronts of it because like the uh, the director the writer they might just envision this this great vista or this amazing house or something like that right. but the people watching it don't realize there can be upwards of like 200 people if it's right. a large movie behind mm -hmm. uh, the camera and so you have to figure out what can actually be accomplished within our budget range and just in terms of making all of this happen. So you can uh, you can get the script and see what they want and then it, one of the mm -hmm. best parts of scouting is just to go out and just see all parts of the world and just relax and just make all the creative vision happen. But mm -hmm. then also, like Allison was saying, you have to think uh, logistically as well, just where can all of this world go and is it even possible right. to make this happen? So sometimes you sort of have to again be a diplomat on the creative front mm -hmm. to talk to the creatives and say like this is what you want but this is what you're actually going to be able to accomplish so it's it's marrying two worlds straddling two different and, parts and you have and, and this varies i mean you have independent films mm -hmm. that have a a lesser budget and, and you can have like 25 people on the crew right and then you're working then when you're working on some of these very large and detailed uh productions um where there's a will, there's a way, mm -hmm. and you can afford to to make it happen uh, in that dream location. But it varies with your budget, of course. We we will say if you have money, you can make anything yeah. happen. Yeah, <laughs> can do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this building needs to disappear. Yes. Yeah. Sure. No problem. Like when when a, a film comes to you guys with that that list of things, um, is it super detailed and like? Uh, like really specific or they just give you like general ideas of we need something on the long lines of depending on how much information they're wanting to give in a perfect world they give you the entire script and then that has all the slug lines where it's like uh, interior you know, character's house or uh, interior you know, exterior business or whatever and then, then there's like a good writer will then have a little description to kind of give you something to go on you might know a period it's mid-century modern or something like that and then you can have something better to go on and then go from there and then, and we'll, then we'll create our own list mm -hmm. from that. and then you create mm -hmm. your list from the script what you're looking for occasionally they'll just only just give you the slug lines just uh, we want a house so or they'll just say just for your own interpretation we need an old drugstore uh we need houses you just you just kind of just mm -hmm. go and just leave it to your own discretion it's just it varies depending mm -hmm. on the project mm -hmm. there's a lot of landmarks here in guthrie because i know the temple masonic temple was used for like a something that happened in downtown philadelphia mm -hmm. and if you look at it narrowly at the temple it does look like something you could mm -hmm. impose mm -hmm. into philadelphia 
And I will say about the temple, I don't know if I've even, we've been there so many times over the years, I don't think I've seen every room of that place. Yeah. And you can go in a hundred times and still not see that entire mm. building. It's There's a so many truly wild yes. place. Yes. <laughs> it's an amazing, I, every project that we have, that we have been on, in, it seems like in Oklahoma, our initial scout, we always bring every producer and every director, typically, um, through Guthrie for the communities, for the downtown, but also the Masonic Temple. Mm. Um, it's the stages, the Harry Potter's library, is yes. what I call it. I mean, <laughs> but it's the lodge, the inn downstairs. Yeah. I mean, the cafeteria in the basement. There's so much at that building, and it can be shot, it can be staged and dressed, and it could look different for every project, and it has. Mm-hmm. You it's know? hard to find a building where you can legitimately get lost in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the Masonic yeah. Temple is one of those. Right. Um, Verla, who's off camera right now, got got married in uh, or the reception at the temple. Yeah. Uh-huh. And. Um, I didn't get lost, but <laughs> at some point in the reception, my son comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, I need to go to the bathroom." And I'm like, that, "Out the door, down the hall." Yeah. Like an hour See you next and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half later, uh, we're, we're leaving, and he like comes down the hall. I'm like, "Where'd you go?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> I was in this Egyptian room. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Went, or I the went, crystal, or the rose room. <laughs> All right. He's like, "I went down to the basement and took a." I'm like, "Oh no." Yeah. You're gonna like. You break get lost all? in the tunnels, did he? Yeah. I think he broke all kinds of Masonic rules. <laughs> Listen, I do have to tell you a bathroom story about the Masonic because I'm sure you you know, and if you don't know, you have to go on a tour with Tim Heaton at the yes. Masonic yes. Temple. Yeah, for sure. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, another Energizer bunny uh, and a great representative <laughs> of. of the people just uh, enthusiasm here in Guthrie. He's a character. For he sure. is a character. But I have scouted the men's restroom in the basement because there are so many urinals and stalls. And right. I, somebody <laughs> yeah. did shoot there, but I'm like, I gotta scout this myself. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen so many urinals uh, in, in a restroom in the men's room. But no. it was. Yeah, it's a uh, yes. It was just amazing. But it reminds me of the restroom <laughs> in in Harry Potter. Where they do the, like mm-hmm. the um, they have to step into the, yeah. the yeah. toilet and like do a little no, disappear into the Ministry of Magic. Yes, that's mm-hmm. what it feels like. It has like the old little like the doors on the swinging doors mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. like the there's a toilet and yeah, five thousand urinals lined up. <laughs> yeah, what a weird place. No, but it's amazing. And by weird, I mean really cool. Really cool. <laughs> Not trying to offend yeah. the Masons because they're awesome. Absolutely. Um, of course, everyone knows about the temple in the downtown area. Uh, we see movies from there all the time. What's something about Guthrie that people in Guthrie don't realize is pretty vital to what you guys do? I know there's like historic homes, there's historic downtown, there's a temple, but is there something sneaky that we don't know, that we Guthrians <laughs> don't know about? I don't say sneaky. I say, you know, we we were just talking in a conversation, casual conversation before the podcast, is your the Rock Stadium. Yeah. You know, um, it's a landmark, but it's a gold mine uh, because uh, we really intended to film there last year, and we were hard after that location for three months uh, for this football movie. And it looked identical to the football field that we wanted to 
to replicate in the movie. And that field came out of Texas, but it looked just like The Rock. Mm -hmm. But The Rock was even had, well, it had just more character all around. But it's the it's everything in Guthrie. It's your your main streets. Mm -hmm. It's your it's the land around it, the roads you drive. It's the farms on Sooner and uh, Seward Road, and uh, and it's the people of the, Guthrie. The name of it escapes me right now. But we were able to have a bar. Um, and bygone that had fur on the wall. The so red. It's the. Uh, it's over by the school. Yeah, it's, uh, formerly known as Hard Times. Yes. 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 And it's it's a carpet world. A, a, it's a Kwanzai. It's a Kwanzai. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. that is a cool place. Yeah. It's like a metalworking business yeah. now. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. But, Carpeted walls. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Imagine yeah. how much smoke was like uh, embedded in that I don't carpeted know. walls. Well, they'll know when they take that carpet off. Yeah. The walls. yeah. Okay. That should be in some kind of like, um, like bar hall of fame. Maybe little, little things from different weird bars, like mm -hmm. the carpet off the wall at the hard times club, or a tea set commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, the first time I worked in Guthrie, and I'm, I lie about my age. I never tell the truth about how old I am. <laughs> but my first project I ever worked here, uh, on a movie was Twister years ago. You were you were here for that? Uh huh. Mid nineties. That's super cool. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I didn't get a credit. I worked in the locations department. The first film I ever worked on was Scott Clark, um, and uh, I worked down where they created the drive-in scene by the train depot. And instead of using the real drive-in theater that you still okay. have here, which is still a great landmark to film at, is the drive-in. Mm -hmm. But it's where they created uh, the scene in the tornado drive-in. Yeah, so they, they built a drive-in. They built the drive-in to destroy it. To, mm -hmm. de to yes. destroy it, we brought in a lot of jet engines. We brought. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, this whole downtown was on a detour route. I mean, uh, it was a big production, but it was something great to work on here, to really get my feet wet. And that was the first project I've ever worked in locations. And that movie still sticks out to me. I was in high school and that mm -hmm. came and I remember the jet engines coming through town mm -hmm. and it's like we wanted to go see just it but we create, couldn't get that close. But. Just to create the wind force. There was so, so much happening with special effects but just to create the force. Yeah. I mean and these jet engines were I mean Huge. it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was wild but it was a great experience. That was a long time ago and I mm -hmm. haven't stopped coming back here to scout. I mean what makes gold mine, uh, gold mine out of Guthrie is that you're truly within our studio zone from mm -hmm. Oklahoma City. You're within uh, a 30-mile 30 mile radius. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it great uh, to be able to film here. You have farmlands, you have small community, but you're still within the reach of our studio zone to Oklahoma City. When you say studio zone, what do you mean? It's an inside base. Uh, inside, we'll talk a little inside baseball. I mean, right. We can just like turn the volume down while we're being bored. <laughs> but basically, yeah. where the the production office is set up uh, for a film within where that point is within the thirty mile uh, radius zone, you don't have any additional penalties that you might incur in terms of mileage or other things that the film might have to pay. Mm -hmm. So if they can keep their crew filming within thirty miles of there, there's no additional expenditures to the crew. So within like if the the production office is in like northern Oklahoma City. Uh, 
you're still within the 30 mile radius here in Guthrie, so you could have you know, any down to any part of Oklahoma mm. City that you want to see, and then you're still, you can have the farmland of Guthrie or mm. uh, downtown of Guthrie, anything you want here, and still uh, not have to worry about any additional fees incurred upon uh, with crew and whatnot. That and, makes sense. And yeah. also talent, uh, because everybody's time starts their portal to portal, mm -hmm. yeah. especially on union jobs. So that studio zone becomes truly their, their time clock. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's money. That's what uh, I think a lot of folks just assume that when movies are made, it's just nobody cares about how much money they're spending. Right. And, and but it's really it's it's constant numbers crunching mm -hmm. to figure out how to save money doing this, how to save money doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. That's been an interesting thing to uh, to kind of as movies have been made here, having conversations and hearing people talk about how we're trying to we have to do this tomorrow, this next day, just so we can save money to do something else. And Just you know. uh, moving a production will can kill its budget. The more you can be centrally located somewhere and not have to move your big trucks, you lose time, you lose money, and the more you can be centrally located. Because like here in Guthrie, we've... Uh, I guess it was mustard seed and bygone. Like we uh, based out of the Masonic, like we had all of our trucks based mm. up, parked around the Masonic Temple, mm. and then we just shot all around there, and we never really had to pick up and move and lose time and lose money. So it's just, again, it's something no, no one's really interested in hearing, but right. that, like, that's one that's, of the beautiful parts about Guthrie, yeah, is just the logistical able, advantage of it. Right. Use that house across the street from the temple, too. Mm -hmm. I remember, Correct. Remember Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes, we did. We used multiple houses yes, across yes. from the temple. The um, you said logistical advantage. Mm -hmm. um, I, before uh, before I, I you know met some of the movie crews and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff, I always assumed that people would shoot in Guthrie just because of the old buildings. Correct. But mm -hmm. no. like there are so many films they're filmed here all the time that are not period pieces. Mm -hmm. But the, the the logistical advantage or just the convenience of how, how things can be shot here is just as much of a motivating factor, I, I think. It, you, you have more than historical houses here. Mm -hmm. You have great neighborhoods that have ranch-style houses. You have craftsmen. You have the old historical houses. But it varies in a range, and you can create a small town anywhere, anywhere, uh, Americana, right here in Guthrie. And also, I will say Guthrie is so uh, film friendly because, like, one of the things that we do as location managers is permitting, making sure mm -hmm. everything is is clear and free mm -hmm. to shoot. And uh, the Guthrie permit is just is one of the most easy and straightforward processes mm -hmm. we've we've ever dealt with. It's just going around making sure all we the neighborhood you. is aware of what we're doing, getting their signatures, running it through the city right. council, and everything. And you're you're good to film. It's, right. And I was going to bring that up at the end, so Justin's head didn't swell it in the middle of the show, but it's late, so we're, we're already past that part. But just to go back on location about the time, uh, like the downtown buildings, and like the part with the twister was in the middle of a field where you built the the movies, the Correct. movie screen, the diner, the motel. It was all in a. But right next to the train depot, it was right in the middle of the city yes. here, mm -hmm. and they just transplanted everything and they put it and built right it and constructed right in the middle of the city. Yeah. So they, but they took, I mean, that was scouted. The original drive-in here was scouted for Twister. Well, we can't blow that down. You can't. <laughs> no. So what they, they took it all, never forget. I'm like, why didn't you just, film out? because we're tearing it up, it's going to go away. It gets yeah. destroyed. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So that was a great field because of the open space right next to the historical train depot, yeah. which you never really saw. You know, they just made in that amount of, I forget how many acres that is down there that was vacant that was built 
but it became a huge set. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it, and at the time of filming, all, all the streets. I mean, it, there was, it wasn't just the city, but it was OHP. This whole city was on detour around mm -hmm. so many um, closed sets. So I'm trying to imagine y'all shooting down there and having to yell cut every five minutes for the train to go through. <laughs> and, I don't remember the train going through that much. Maybe that train, maybe that, sh that movie was big enough to where you were like, hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hold you know and when you work and they, and since it was uh, located so close to the depot, I'm sure at that time, because we have dealt with trains mm -hmm. and train tracks and filming around trains, I'm sure they worked with the rail master from the lines because mm -hmm. I don't remember it going through that much. Yeah. That was a long time ago. So Another one of like the millions of details you guys have to, to figure right. out. Or we've even been, you know, we have to even calm in the neighborhoods uh, while we're filming, calm barking dogs. I mean, there's <laughs> tricks of the trade where somebody's going to say, Locations, can you please get those dogs to stop barking? And you're like, really? Or you pull the bag of treats? That yeah, you already yeah. Prepared. <laughs> but, but you know what's really funny and things that you don't think about? You know, we're dealing with two neighborhoods. We're getting ready. We're both working on a movie that we'll be filming in Guthrie. It's, it's. Uh, we'll start filming in November here in Guthrie. But we're going into two neighborhoods specifically. But it's not just once we find the house. It's not just our our house. It becomes our set. We then branch out because we need to also make contact with all the neighbors. If you're in a cul-de-sac, we have a list going of all the neighbors. There's some driveways that we'll need to rent out just for our working trucks. Where will we feed our crew in our neighborhood because we are guests in that neighborhood. Um, we're an intrusive group coming to town and we want to be respectful of that neighborhood. So we want to, we want to get our crew cars, we want to get all of our movie star trailers, we want to get us out of that neighborhood and uh, put them out where we're not so uh, intrusive and congesting in that neighborhood. So you become neighbors. You get to know all the neighbors uh, because we do also have uh, inconvenience contracts uh, because for one day of filming in their neighborhood, we want them to know what's going on. We've already started making notices, dropping neighborhood letters, um, they should know we're in their neighborhood and here's what's happening and we're coming. And we're, and we're not trying to just do it for this film. We're trying to prepare this film for the next one that comes down. Because Correct. if you mm -hmm. come and torture location and leave a bad taste in everyone's mouth, you're never going to get to come and film there again. So it's also forward thinking to like when you come mm -hmm. back here. I'm sure it's not mm -hmm. just the nice people in Guthrie. There's nice people all over uh, state, especially Guthrie though. Mm -hmm. um, but I think people, most people, businesses are accommodating they kind of like the idea of that oh my goodness, I mean, yes yeah I just talked to a business owner who has um, who has a business we're going to rent one of his parking lots for our crew parking on this upcoming film uh, and he's so kind he's like of course you can rent the lot and he goes and I'm just I'm thankful you guys are here making movies yeah thank you for bringing it to Guthrie so that's a big deal because people, they love their parking lots. Yes. <laughs> parking lots are like gold mm -hmm. to, to businesses. Um, Can yeah. I expand on that? Nope. Okay. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, when, like, it's a different podcast. Um, when it comes to uh, scouting for locations, this is putting you on the spot. But, like, what's, uh, what's one of the most unique places? I was going to say weird, but 
what's one of the most unique things anybody has ever given you and said, hey, we need this, and you're like, oh boy. Okay. How do we tell them no? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good, weird one, but it can also count as unique. It's not the Masonic Temple, even though okay. that counts. Was uh, it Justin's idea? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's this abandoned school in Wakita, uh, which is north uh, of Enid and sort of by Ponca mm-hmm. City. The home of Twister's uh, Museum. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. There is the Twister Museum in Wakita. Uh, and it, it was uh, abandoned, I believe it was due to budget cuts, but it is a f- complete, fully stocked school that was completely abandoned. You go through the the chained up doors and it was just like a zombie apocalypse had broken out. Every single piece of that school is left behind. You go into the library and there's this giant box of yearbooks from the year it closed down, still open and not distributed out to all the students. There's all the trophies that are still out. There is an Olympic sized pool. There is, it is an enormous, it was a, a fantastically large and well-established school there that was just abandoned. And it is still fully intact. And on some of the projects that we have brought to there, you're, unless it's a very specifically period piece, you don't really have to bring anything in. Yeah, the entire school there. is there. You just get to basically what just come in. What did you film there? It was uh, Wildlife. The pool. And then uh, To the Stars. Oh, wow. Yes. And uh, in fact, on... Uh, wildlife we had completely dressed this one hallway and they never even ended up using it and then to the star just came in and had free set dressing wow so. that's crazy <laughs> wow it reminds me of a, a documentary about uh, i watched about chernobyl mm-hmm. and like the schools like you know, they had to get out of there pretty quick for chernobyl <laughs> and like they had all this stuff left just the kid just left and all it looks like a you know it's eerie yeah that's super creepy stuff mm-hmm yeah. Allison? I'm trying to think. I, I can't I can't think um, what is my most unusual. I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll probably come to me in the car because I've driven away from many locations <laughs> going, what? I mean, <laughs> I've scouted. I mean, I, to be quite honest, I think I some of my weirdest scouts or most odd, uh, locations is that I always get stuck scouting all the strip bars in Oklahoma City, okay? And um, I had to scout them in daylight, you know, or weird times, and I call ahead, and these are, these are big uh, strip bars, and I'm not going to say their names, but, um, you know, I, I know the protocol of when I, how to scout, I have to wait for the dancers to stop, you know, to really get the feel, and, you know, um, I've had men follow me out of these strip joints and oh asking gosh. me who I was taking pictures for. And I'm like, look, I'm just scouting for a movie. He goes, I don't believe you. And he's like, if these... Yeah, I mean, I've been threatened. And he's like, if these go on social media, if my wife finds out, I'm like, sir, you shouldn't be here then. No, but uh, no, probably uh, the interesting strip joints. But no, I'm, we've had a lot of requests. I don't remember all of them because I feel like I, we've been doing, I've been doing this a long time. Um, Other than the strip bar. Let the record reflect that was Justin's question. <laughs> yeah. Other than the Oklahoma City strip bars, what what makes uh, Oklahoma unique? These Why do people come and film movies in Oklahoma as opposed to um, 
49 other states. Get the count real quick. <laughs> we'll, we'll have a little bit of inside baseball, but we'll also talk logistics. Like the, the main beauty reason why a lot of people come here is what the film office likes to call the eco regions. Uh, Oklahoma has so many diverse locations you can film in. You know, not a lot of people know. We have a desert, we have salt flats. Uh, we have areas that look like forests. We have so many different things that you can make happen all within the state. It might be a little bit of uh, a journey to get there, but you can accomplish so many looks within Oklahoma mm -hmm. that you might not be able to get elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And then that ties into the inside baseball portion, which I will try to make short. Uh, there is also a... We, got, we have no time limit on this yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is going to go for about 45 minutes. I'll Great. Make, I'll make Let me quick. know when I can chime in. No, I'll time you. Ready? No. So basically, there is a 35 to 37% rebate on expenditures that are spent within the state that the uh, production can get back. So uh, as much as you want it to be a case where a film producer is just like, you know, I want to shoot somewhere because that's the look I've got and that's what I mm -hmm. want. But 99% of the time, it's, it's going to come down to the bottom line. And Oklahoma has a very, very enviable uh, rebate that will give 35 to 37% cash back on Oklahoma expenditures. And then that can put Oklahoma over the top over certain other locations because not only do you have these different eco-regions that can give you the beauty and whatever uh, you want it creatively, you also have a financial incentive to come as well with the rebate. Mm -hmm. So... It's good to make a little bit of money on what you spend. Right. And one of the representatives here in Guthrie was a big part of that bill mm -hmm. uh, not too long ago. Representative Gary Mize. Mm -hmm. And then the, uh, also, inside baseball, prepare to be bored to tears by me. There is also uh, now a verbiage for an emergency action fund. So if a film has a budget that is over $50 million, they spend a third of the budget here, they are eligible for emergency action funds, which are independent of the rebate as well. That's basically uh, tailor-made for certain larger projects that the state is courting. Correct. But yet now uh, we're having trying to build an even bigger rebate infrastructure mm -hmm. to just try to get bigger and bigger projects, keep growing our business, and uh, All right. keep us busy. How many, over 50 million do we, would we have here in Oklahoma? Uh, none okay. yet. Yeah, okay. Yet. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> August Osage County was close to, mm -hmm. to that budget, but we have, we have large projects looking at us right now. Um, some great and projects. And cuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys are just dying to talk to us about those large we can't. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. We won't we won't tell anybody. <laughs> it's been uh, another interesting thing that I didn't know until I don't know last year. I think I always assumed that when someone filmed a movie someplace they just all the crew and whoever they just sent them there. But uh, most films that are done in Oklahoma the so many of the crew and, and a lot of actors like they're Oklahoma based people mm -hmm. carry a lot of Oklahoma crew that's the beauty also with this rebate um, you know our Oklahoma crew and our 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 crew members who have moved out of state who can come back and work Expats. they take or, mm. true they you, you get to claim them in mm -hmm. that in that uh, rebate going back for the production company so uh, any Oklahoma crew members, what they spend, what a production company will spend on hotel accommodations, uh, food, uh, entertainment, uh, transportation, they get to claim all of us, all of that as a beautiful rebate package. So they're getting their money back on, on crew hires 
And it's good to have local crew on that. And yet we have wonderful crew in that. Mm -hmm. With every movie, we just keep getting mm -hmm. more and more. And that is another thing that our Oklahoma Film and Music Office is doing in Oklahoma City and in Tulsa. We are growing a crew base. We are, we are really educating and growing our crew base, uh, which really helps. We have so many projects coming to us because of our new and cities that have been passed. We're growing, uh, but we are truly uh, growing our departments, uh, which is really nice. We, we're taking it and educating them and so like your when you say crews you're not like your lighting crews your sound uh, yeah, crews yes. mm -hmm. each department yeah. on our crew will have our your lighting department uh, your electrical locations department hair and makeup so sound you have yeah so you you know yeah. right now currently in our state we're probably 3 to 4 movie crews deep at the max and you have to remember, we, at the same time, we have a lot of national commercials filming, too. With our Thunder has brought us a lot of Nike and, and Mountain Dew. We have a lot of big national commercials that, that are, you know, the budgets of some of these independent movies. Some mm -hmm. of those Nike commercials are well between 4 to $6 million that we've been working on. So those are, are huge na yeah. national budgets. Yeah, because you've worked with Westbrook and Durant. Is there, Correct. are you and the reason Paul why George. they left? And Paul George <laughs> hey, left. No. I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> no, that that, yeah, yeah, don't, don't yeah. ask Allison. Actually, I became really good friends with Russell Westbrook. Mountain Dew. Uh, Mountain Dew was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, Foot Locker, True Religion, uh, Nike. Yeah. Kevin Durant, we did a lot of Nike. Uh, big, big jobs. Uh, Paul George and Russell. We shot last year uh, for the NBA playoffs, uh, the Men in, ba uh, Men in Black. We've mm -hmm. done Russell with Michael Jordan and Nike. Uh, they were fantastic to work with, and I'm bummed they left. And if it was because of me, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I, I just, there might have been other yeah, considerations. Oh, darn. Send yeah. your letters, too. Yeah. I'm no. sorry. Is that right, Justin? No. I think so. Yeah, yeah. get the right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's hey. the other, besides Oklahoma, is there another state that pushes, like, as far as rebates, hard like Oklahoma? Uh, Georgia would be Georgia. the uh, yeah. the largest contender. Uh, okay. Los Angeles, New Mexico, oh, all of California. No, right. New sure, Mexico, sure, sure. New York. There are many right. other places, but Georgia is sort of the, the heavy hitter in all of uh, the United States. And that is really, Oklahoma, our, our film office, um, that's really what we're trying to pattern uh, all of our uh, efforts and educating and and creating these uh, educational programs to credit mm -hmm. to get our crews accredited to be able to work on some of these uh, projects we're following the format of the Georgia film office okay. so it's really they've been helpful and they've been guiding guiding our office who's been helping us so if someone has like a, a dream of working in the film industry they don't necessarily have to think in terms of I have to move to California or no. to New York. The, the, that industry is growing in Oklahoma. Yes, absolutely, yeah. and keeps getting bigger uh, mm -hmm. with every year. Is normally uh, more inside baseball. I'm so sorry, everyone. This is why I like this stuff. Generally, if no stop. You are the worst. <laughs> I'm never invited back on this podcast. But generally, there's like two to three projects if we're lucky filming within Oklahoma. But now, as uh, more and more and more projects keep building, as the word of getting out mm -hmm. about our rebate and everything, I, the last movie I was working on earlier, earlier this year in the Tulsa area, Minari, 
whenever we were shooting that movie, there was seven movies happening at one point in time. And it's mm-hmm. looking to sort of be that way for the coming future as well. Mm-hmm. There's just all these projects coming at one time. And that it's going to create some just very quick growth mm-hmm. for Oklahoma as well. Because just mm-hmm. we're going to have to support all those cr- films mm-hmm. with crew and logistics and gear and Correct. all of that. Hmm. Yep. I think between now and the end of the year, uh, I know there there are four movies being mm-hmm. filmed in Guthrie. Correct. Alone. There's one yeah. that just started filming here this week. Oh, mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if so, like a high school student who mm-hmm. who has dreams of being in in the film industry, like are there programs at OU, OSU, state universities where mm-hmm. that can, they can kind of like. To get the, them in that track. OU or? and OSU both have film and o- TV O-C-C. and O Triple C, Metro Tech, uh, Harry, uh, hi Harry, uh-huh. <laughs> Francis Tuttle, Metro Tech. There's a lot of vocational schools, and uh, with this new program, which will be up and running through both Tulsa and Oklahoma City, um, there'll be um, workshops. So it'll be a way to be uh, go through uh, an uh, academy. Who's to, facilitating that program? It, it, it'll be through the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. Okay. They'll be working in assistance with, it'll be a brand new academy. Um, I, am, I think it's something like the Oklahoma Film, uh, Film and TV uh, Academy. I'm not for sure the proper title. I think there's still... Just make it up and we'll believe you. I'll make it up. <laughs> but, no, but there's a brand new academy and they are working with, with the Votex on accreditation for education purposes, um, but no, we're really mapping a way in our state, and we're working, as I said, very closely uh, with with other, um, Georgia has been instrumental in their film office and just guiding us, and so something's happening. I mean, we're on the breaking uh, edge right now of, of where we'll see some new mentoring programs and getting, um, high school students and getting college students walking out and get them on these productions. And on that front also as well, uh, Nathan Gardaki Productions out of Oklahoma oh, yes. City, they're doing a workshop series as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did one a few months back where we shot a, a little short narrative. Uh, their next workshop I believe is, I can't, I'm wanting to say they're doing a music video, but it might be something other than that. Uh, but however, it's students uh, interested, they don't even have to be students. Uh, they just sign up for the workshop and then they get to mm-hmm. work side by side with Professional, professional film crew, and learn the insider tricks of the trade, and just get immediate hands-on experience. And just one of the best things is connections, which they can then parlay mm-hmm. into a potential uh, role on feature film. And that's what it's about for these uh, these young students, especially coming out of high school. They need an internship. They need a chance to mm-hmm. work. You got to yeah. get your feet wet. You got to have somebody open the door. And that's the best part of these programs because it's it's a mentoring program in itself, and it does open so many new doors to mm-hmm. commercial work, uh, to production work, but just to meet the people or learn what department this high school student or someone fresh out of college or Votech, you know, they probably have learned a lot of technology, how to run a camera, lighting, gaffing, gripping. There's, there's just learning the names of things like right. gaffing and gripping. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> gaffing like, like, you know, if you were to work as a gaffer in the lighting department or a grip, that's working in the electrical department, um, or even locations. You can't go to school to learn how to be a location manager. You know, it's it's you learn it after you've been working in the industry. Or now, now you have 
a really grown department of locations and it's great to be a mentor there's a lot of young kids who want to come in and just actually dive right into going into locations which mm -hmm. is nice I've been my, my 15 is all about video and productions that'd be good avenue for him uh, I want to bring back the Guthrie here real quick because we're talking about the people that are coming in but uh, you know not to brag on this guy a little bit but you know Justin's a big part Tracy with the chamber a big part mm -hmm. in the city hall I mean they've shut down city hall uh, at nighttime to, to, to do stuff there mm -hmm. so I mean that's got to be a big help as well yes having the whole community behind you but having your city leaders yes. uh, having their cell phone numbers and our phones <laughs> makes a big difference. Because <laughs> only it's at 9 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock at night, whatever uh, you need. We, and I, I have texts, Justin and Tracy, we're Sorry. all guilty, I'm yeah. sure, <laughs> probably very early in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And late at night. But no, it's, this community gets it because uh, I, a, I, you're used, to, I mean, you know now there's a lot of production going on here, but you couldn't ask for a better cheerleader for a community and Tracy is her, mm -hmm. and she's out there. I've done a lot of panel discussions with her throughout our state and she is a wonderful hostess to anyone coming to Guthrie and Justin Fortney is right there with her because you have open doors and you guys really do make a lot of things happen for us. Whether it's a covered set, looking at the armory for a possible soundstage or you know, we can call them and ask them because we we think we know Guthrie because we've worked here so much, but we still rely on their input and insight because they can guide us to the right person, mm -hmm. to the right location, to the right parking place, and even an eating place. Do you know that, Realtor? Or mm -hmm. there's other options, and they just open those doors for us. We couldn't do our job without um, people like this. I mean, seriously, you make our job easy when it comes to work here absolutely yeah, yeah. Thank they're, you. they're yeah they're big time hard yeah uh and also you know in the negative world of fa facebook you know who you are uh <laughs> but people they never complain about movies and like oh you know this street's blocked off or this or that it's really been positive from what i've seen as well so i think the community residents uh back it up as well well and like i said earlier like when you get into these neighborhoods Look, uh, we we want to give due notice. As I said, we're guests. Yeah. It's your it, it, in your community. Uh, even though Dylan and I, and we're working with another colleague on this upcoming project, Chris Kucharski, uh There's uh, tied to. I mean, we're, there's a small family of location mm -hmm. managers and scouts, but we try to give due notice because, look, we don't want to come in, and we are going to have to actually. We're going to have to do some tight ITC, and that's intermittent traffic control, on a street. Get ready, Facebook people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. But we have already started giving notice. We don't know our dates for sure that we're going to be filming in this neighborhood. But we have already started delivering resident letters. Um, and just to give them notice, if they have any special deliveries, if they're moving, uh, if they have deliveries coming in, if it's trash day, we want to start working with them. We want them to know. We've given them phone numbers, email addresses. Uh, so we want to make sure um, that they know what's going on and yeah. that we all know. But And that's how you can keep the complaints down. And also by working with city officials and Tracy and Justin and just putting the word out on the street, getting the words out where we're going to be filming, 
this is what we're filming or this street will be closed for this one day any public notices social media does help mm -hmm. uh, a lot uh, and then sometimes we're not even allowed to post anything on social media right. social media so it's got you know the pros and cons but well, one good thing about Guthrie I think is that everybody from you know the city manager to Tracy to businesses just to, to residents I think most people understand that like the the film production industry is good economically for mm -hmm. communities yes. right uh, even even small films still spend money in communities mm -hmm. whether it's food or you know mm -hmm. whatever it might be lodging there's a, there's a lot of money that gets spent locally mm -hmm. on even the smallest film. Yeah. It all comes back, everybody wins, from mm -hmm. the rebates, to the local economy, mm -hmm. to great locations, to great people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a win-win for everybody. Mm -hmm. And just not just great people. Uh, it's really funny because Justin and I have been friends, at Tracy and Dylan and I have talked about this. It's the beauty of our job, working in locations. Look, we get paid for our job, uh, yeah. but it's uh, it's such an incredible job. You get to uh, find and 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 just create, uh, have that creative part where you're finding the perfect location, but then you're also developing some really deep-rooted friendships. And I always joke, because I've put everybody's cell phone and all their contact information in my cell phone, and sometimes I don't know if they're ever going to answer, <laughs> but I am really thankful because they become friends and not just a, a, a location or somebody in that community, but they really do become friends. I bet your cell phone's different because usually when I get a, I get someone's name, name number and it's good, but you probably have to put like a memo like, Tall city tourism dude. <laughs> got three. <laughs> to find it easy on your phone. Funny hat. Yeah. Um, Mumbles a lot. Uh, thank goodness I can rem remember Justin Fortney's yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys probably have like a, another career as like tour guides in mind. Do you ever is that tempting to have like a tour business where you? I can, feel like I could be a real estate agent. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I really that's what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're going to be here in Guthrie uh, coming up pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, folks might see you guys wandering around Guthrie yeah. here in a little bit. It's a great movie. It's called Stillwater, mm. uh, and it stars Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. Never and, heard of her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might have heard of uh, Abigail Breslin plays his grown-up daughter, and they've uh, you know we've been here working and scouting mm. since. Uh, since last February, we did a research scout, and then we did a, a director scout in June, and then we've been back on this for about uh, the last two months, a month and a half. And this ain't a fifty million dollar movie. No, I think Matt Damon would be thirty million by himself. Mm -hmm. So I figured. It was <laughs> funny, funny story. Like, I think it was a few, a few weeks ago. Uh, Dylan texted me. And I'm I'm driving down the street and I'm texting him back and all of a sudden I look up like there's Dylan. He's like, Never mind, so I'm rolling around. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, this was fun. I I feel like I've learned a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. The, the, the film industry. So yeah, I'm glad you guys are gonna be around for a few weeks and uh, mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun. Do we talk funny here in Oklahoma? Do I now? Do we talk funny here in Oklahoma? No. no? Okay. Do we? I don't know. I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your thing said California. I have worked in California, and I went to school, but I grew up here in Oklahoma. Never trust the internet. Okay. No. Except for Guthrie <laughs> News page. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Guthrie News page. Yeah. Always trusted. Yeah. Uh, so. All right. Thank you all very much. Awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
See y'all on next week. What's our show called? Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Yeah. Yeah. See y'all.